This show is brought to you by InsideOutWeightLoss.com. On today's show, why releasing compulsive overeating is often the last stop addiction to go and the hidden belief that can really hold on to your weight and how to release it. Welcome to Inside Out Weight Loss, where you leave your weight struggle behind and become naturally slender. I'm your host, Renee Stevens, and together we're accessing and adjusting the control panel of your mind-body-spirit system, bringing ease and joy to your weight loss struggle and fullness to the rest of your life. This journey isn't about food plans and calorie counts, by the way. It is about learning to love and care for you from the inside out so that it becomes natural and easy. For you to be slim and healthy. Join me. As a former compulsive overeater, I've been where you've been, and I'm here to help you create exactly what you want. And know that you'll get many, many, many more times out of this program than you put in. You have no idea, really. But you must put in to get out. That means invest the time, go back to the prologue, Start from there and learn the basic fundamental concepts, the original steps that will allow you to really shed from the inside, from the foundation of your weight struggle, the why that's been causing you to struggle in the first place. Change your why, baby, and change your life. That's the way it works. Now, the other thing that you may know, if you are a veteran listener, is that it's time to drop inside and become more and more connected with you. At one level, that notion can seem odd. What do you mean connected with me? I'm everywhere I go. Heck, here I am. And yet, a lot of us walk around during the day with our minds, our consciousness, floating out in the stratosphere, I don't know where disconnected from ourselves. In fact, many people who struggle with their weight, particularly who have big struggles with their weight, are completely disconnected from their bodies. That means that hunger, ah, what's that? I don't know. Satiety? Oh, gosh. Even people who have small struggles, a friend of mine was saying, oh, yes, well, I realized I was eating graham crackers multiple times through the day, probably a thousand extra calories a day, just nibbling on graham crackers. Well, that'll do it, won't you? And if you stop nibbling on graham crackers and stop that thousand calories a day that you don't need, well then, heck, yeah, the weight will come off. But the question is not, well, can I contain myself? Can I restrict myself from that urge to nibble that I've been doing? Can I change that habit? It's deeper than that, that you want to change. You want to change at the level of being connected to your hunger. Let me explain. What you want, what that tells me that that habit could exist is that she is not connected to her hunger levels as a cue for eating. 
Because if you're naturally slender, and I think about myself, I wouldn't do that because it would make me feel kind of gummed up, kind of yucky before my next meal. And I really don't get in the way of my meal, guys, because I enjoy it. That is my pleasure. And if eating a graham cracker is going to make me feel less hungry, it's going to crowd out my enjoyment of my meal because I won't have the appetite. The old don't spoil your appetite adage that mothers used to tell their children, hopefully they still do, that's and that is telling their children that you need an appetite. An appetite is something that you bring with you to dinner. You go to a restaurant, bring your credit card, your checkbook, or your cash, and bring your appetite. If you sit down to a meal in your home, bring your appetite. It is crucial. And so just that little thing, and this woman, I didn't even think she was uh, overweight. In fact, she looked good to me, but she was unhappy with her weight. And so one way to avoid that problem in the future and change the experience of, okay, I'm resisting this urge that I have, is to start changing the cue, the basis, the connection to your body, your appetite, so that you start tuning in to your hunger. This is why we drop down inside and become more and more aware of our present experience. You with me on this? Coming down inside of you. This is why we do it. Because when you do change that, when you connect in, when you plug into you and your cue for eating becomes appetite and you get grumpy like me when you don't get that nice experience of your meal because you didn't bring an appetite, don't get in my way, folks. I'm telling you, this is a warning. Makes me very grumpy. Then you're there. Because you're automatically 24 by 7 set and there's no building tension. Do you know what I'm talking about? That I'm going to be good for a while tension and it just builds ever so slightly each day that you make your fists and clench down to avoid an urge that you have. And as that tension builds, the probability of you Letting go completely builds up and eventually you're going to give in because it's too much. Nobody wants to live that way. So the antidote is tuning in to your body as we are doing now, connecting in down inside, allowing a wave of relaxation to just flow through you with the sound of my voice, gentle wave of relaxation just flushing out any tension or tightness that might be there as a leftover from whatever was happening before. We just let that float away. You can always find your priorities anew at the end of this episode. They'll be there. Perhaps you'll even have more clarity about what really matters. So often, We get all worked up in our minds and our brains about this, that, or the other thing. And then when we take a step back, it's that vacation sensation. We get a little bit of perspective. We notice, ha, that thing that seems so big is actually this tiny little wee speck. What really matters is something else entirely. I don't know. 
connecting with friends, feeling good in your body, all those juicy, delightful things. It's time for me to give a shout out to Kristen, who commented on my Facebook fan page. I was asking, what changes have you experienced? And she, a listener, says that she commutes two hours each way to work, and it used to trigger the need, quote unquote, to stop and get some munchies for the road. Now, she says, I pack a healthy breakfast to take with me, and I don't feel compelled to stop at every McDonald's or truck stop along the way. Way to go, girlfriend. I am loving it. Congratulations to you. Because it is those shifts in your day-to-day experience, your daily choices, that are the ones that add up to big changes in your body size, to naturally slenderness, naturally slenderhood. How's that one? And listening to this podcast can be your official initiation to that stage of life, the naturally slenderhood stage of life. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here you are today, if you so choose, up to you. We've been talking about in the last episode, when success leads to failure, a heck of a lot of people have told me that they can relate to this. In fact, there was just a post on the Inside Out Weight Loss Facebook official group by someone saying, yeah, I lose a few pounds and then I go for the junk food as my reward. Why would that happen? Can you guess? We were just talking about it. That notion that there's a restriction, that there's a building, a buildup of tension because you are holding yourself back from a natu- from an urge that you have. And so that tension builds every day that you follow your plan or your rules or whatever it is. And whenever there is a sense that I am making an effort, I am efforting. Boy, I am being so creative with the English language today. I know Merriam-Webster would be rolling over if such a person really was. I don't even know the answer to that question. Anyway, the point is that if you are feeling a tension as you go, then naturally you're going to want to release that tension at some point. And so the game, the whole naturally slender game, is truly enjoying the journey. It is enjoying the process of feeling good in your body. You think you could do that? Could you actually... Imagine enjoying feeling good in your body. I know it can seem like a stretch, but heck, all those stretchers in yoga class, they're enjoying feeling good in their body. I think that's why yoga is so darn popular because it does just that. So imagine that for you, being healthy is all about feeling good in your body as long as possible today and tomorrow. And we don't even want to go out, you know, weeks and months because that will take care of itself. Truly, it will take care of itself. Really, it's about feeling good right now. And the next 30 minutes to two hours, that's it. That's the whole window that causes the shift to slim. That's essentially it. I mean, I know there are lots of steps and ways that we go through. We've got the whole program, step-by-step program to get you there. But the essence of it is just that. And you could imagine if I could just clap my hands and you'd be there and that would be it. All you would do is say, yeah, you know, I'm just choosing feeling as good as possible in my body as long as possible. That's it. That's the choice I'm going to make consistently. In fact, I'm going to keep tally every day to see how 
many times I can make that choice, how long I can do that, how many hours can I string together feeling as good as possible, as long as possible. And you could make it a game with yourself. And here's a clue, here's a little hint, a tidbit that I have been noticing lately, is that as your worries and anxieties disappear in life, you wonder, well, what am I going to think about instead? Well, one of the things is, is fun. <laughs> it's making games out of things, having fun with life. That's, that can actually fill up your, your time and your brain, joy, happiness. I mean, it sounds maybe contrite and foreign if you haven't lived that way, but that's there for you. And you can be having fun and games as you are building things and helping people and creating things and, and maintaining things and whatever it is that turns you on and floats your boat. All of that can be fun and enjoyable. That is what can replace worry, anxiety, stress. Oh my God, are those jeans going to button? You know what I'm talking about. By the way, it's time for us to take a break. You're listening to Inside Out Weight Loss. This is your host, Renee Stevens, and we'll be right back. Want to hear more episodes? Have a friend you'd like to share them with? The entire archive is now available at insideoutweightloss.com forward slash podcasts. Plus, we have a free gift for you there, the Inside Out Weight Loss Workbook that walks you through the crucial first steps outlined in episodes 1 through 18. Plus, you'll get to hear my story in the prologue. That's insideoutweightloss.com forward slash podcasts. back now. You might have noticed once or twice, have you been listening and paying attention? Someone on Facebook told me they were, that I sometimes say Dr. Renee Stevens, other times I say Renee Stevens, PhD, and other times I just say, it's me, Renee Stevens, you know, I'm stepping in, still stepping into that whole doctorhood thing. So that's a little process that I am sharing. I'm in the middle of stepping in, guys. Today, I want to talk to you about when weight is money, because this is something that I have noticed recently. It's a theme of not wanting to invest in ourselves. Now, some people who have a weight struggle, who compulsively overeat, also compulsively overspend. That's a different situation. They might also do other compulsive behaviors. Some people just switch from one to the other, to the other. I recently spoke to a guy who says he's been addicted to everything and weight is the final frontier. And the reason for that is that weight requires, in a way, a higher level of recovery than a 12-step program because, in my humble opinion, 
we must find moderation with weight. We must find the middle path because we cannot ban food from our lives the way that we can ban illegal drugs, legal drugs, uh, substances of all sorts and kinds, gambling. We can just completely write those out of our life and stay in the all or nothing mindset to some extent. However, with weight, it's not going to fly because we have to eat. I know some people like to go on those fasts and detoxes because that appeals to the black and white thinking in our brains. Oh, well, I'll just stop food and I will drink three drinks a day and that'll be it. But at some point, you're going to have to eat again. And so we must find, we must make friends with food. We must make friends with our bodies. There's no other way that I know that actually lasts. We are forced to that higher level of evolution, that higher level of healing, when we have to find moderation. We have to live with the enemy. We have to turn the enemy to our ally. And that's totally possible. By the way, it's part of naturally slender living. Remember, it's all about pleasure, enjoying your body. Ooh la la. Okay, so when weight is money, what is the deal here? Self-care is an act of self-acceptance, an act of self-love. Eating in a naturally slender way is an act, a symptom of self-care, of self-love. That's what it is. And so if you are busy hating yourself, then you're going to resist this. Something will come up that is, in fact, one of the three limiting beliefs that must be released in order for you to be naturally slender. And that is, I'm not worth it. I'm not worth being slim and happy. I'm not worth being slim and sexy. I'm not worth treating well. Who am I to deserve that? I'm the one who gives to others. They all deserve it. But what about little old me? Poor, I don't deserve it. Are you kidding? I really had this myself. This is a big one for me. And the same thing happens with investing in yourself, spending money as an investment in yourself. This is a totally different experience, by the way, from compulsive shopping. Compulsive shopping is I'm going to go grab that thing, that sparkly thing that I see, the fancy clothing item that I see, because I need something to make me feel better because I feel bad about myself. Different experience. Investing in yourself is doing something, what is an investment? It is something that you spend some money on, that you put some time into because you anticipate a return from what you invest. You put something in, time, money, your heart, your love, whatever it is, and you are anticipating that you will get more back than you put in. That is not buying the latest boots at the mall. Maybe you'll get some enjoyment from them if you really need them. But if it's a compulsive situation and you're overspending, you're instead of getting lots of enjoyment, you're going to get lots of credit card payments, which are a dreadful thing. So really, an investment is saying, yes, I'm going to spend time on myself. I'm going to invest money on myself. I'm going to invest money on a coaching program. I'm going to invest money on a gym membership, on personal training, on high quality food, because I deserve it. I am worth it. 
And by investing this money, it is an act of love in myself, showing that I know that I'm worth it. That's what it is. It is an affirmation of your self-worth, that type of investment. And what I have noticed is that some people will say, oh, I can't invest in myself in that way. I can't buy something that is to really deliver something that is of value to my long-term health and happiness because secretly inside, I'm not worth it. Who am I to want it? The same is true for investing in preparing a lovely meal for yourself. I'm not worth investing the 30 minutes that it takes to prepare some lovely fresh vegetables and a nice healthy meal for myself and to sit down at a table with utensils and a napkin and smell and look and experience and appreciate this beautiful food in front of me and then to actually taste it and savor and enjoy it. I'm not worth that. I'm just going to go through the drive through and stuff something in my mouth while I'm going down the road, listening to the radio and talking on my cell phone. These are really different experiences, people. One is to take you away from yourself and the other is to enjoy yourself. It's a different sort of investment altogether. I wonder if that's been operating for you. Has that been holding you back? Ask yourself this question. Do I believe that I am worth investing in? And I, am I worth investing in stopping by the store to buy some healthy food, some beautiful live produce? Am I worth preparing that food lovingly? Maybe it's meat, maybe it's vegetarian, maybe it's, uh, who knows, uh, whole grains, something that you know works really well for your body. Maybe you don't even know. Maybe it's time to experiment what kinds of foods work best for you. Am I worth investing that time, investing that money, and buying the good stuff? Am I worth that? Do I feel that I'm worth that? It will be a very revealing question. And if the answer is no, Am I worth spending 30 minutes going for a walk? Am I worth spending time going to the gym? And beyond that, am I worth investing in someone to help me make these changes in my life? All of those are tied to the same root. And you must believe that you are worth investing in if you want to be naturally slender. I mean, if not you, who is a better investment? Come on, guys. Now, next episode, I'd like to take you through some tapping sequences, some techniques, if you don't feel that you are worth investing in, that will help release that energy so that you really do feel that way. That brings us to the end of our show today. Thank you for being present. Inside Out Weight Loss is produced by Andrew Frame of BAF soundworks.com. This is your host, Renee Stevens, PhD. <laughs> and I am on a mission to end the weight struggle and enable you to develop and share and invest in your abundant soul's gifts. Join me as we evolve the world by evolving ourselves. Take good care. 
This show is brought to you by InsideOutWeightLoss.com.